harder to spot these days, but the area now known as Springfield was probably once home to the plesiosaur Trinochromarum during the late Cretaceous period. Hey, Andy, you ever meet one of those back in high school? <laughs> Live to a hard drive from the 16th floor of the Hammonds Tower. You're listening to America's number one podcast about restaurants in Springfield, Missouri. The name of that podcast is Spring Food Mo. My name is Dan Howell, and my co-host here, his name is... Andy Carr! Wow. And I've not been resting. I'm very tired. You look it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't rest, Dan. Why not? not? Not until we try every single restaurant ah, in the city of Springfield, Missouri, which has been the premise from episode mm-hmm. one of this show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm also tired because I was at Ty and Timber last night. Wow. Having a very, uh, you know, appropriately socially distanced uh, time out there on the patio till about 1 a.m. Wow. Really nice. Remember that patio song you wrote? <laughs> I do. It's not bad. That's a pretty good. Let's one. hear you it right now. <laughs> Great track. One of my favorites. Surprised it doesn't come bad. up more. Yeah, no, it's it's really good. <laughs> my band should cover it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Andy, mm-hmm. you know, a couple weeks ago, we had an emergency uh, broadcast at uh-huh. the end of our episode. This, this was two episodes back. I don't know what restaurant we covered that week because uh-huh. I just forget those immediately. But, Absolutely. Uh, we forgot to follow up last week. On the disappearance of the cornbread crumble, Andy. Oh, no. From Druff's Menu. Oh, no. Now, (laughs) if you go to their website, their actual uh, uh, menu there still shows the cornbread crumble available. I believe that's yumdruffs.com. Absolutely. Hashtag cut the check, Vance. But when you go to order online, the cornbread crumble is unavailable. Now, Andy, could I call Druff's? Sounds and like ask them if they still offer it. Vance Hall's morals are crumbling. I know, right? Could I ask Andy? Or, God, I mean, you could. Could I ask Vance directly? <laughs> Just get a bad answer. Could I ask you for Vance's phone number? I don't think and I then text have his him? number. <laughs> well, he clearly hasn't listened to the show in the last couple weeks. That or he's just or too didn't... chicken to respond. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I think it might have been because it was post credits. Ah, yes. Who could blame anyone for Mm -hmm. cutting off the end of the show? Oh, yeah. Some podcast apps have that thing where it lets you skip the first section of the episode. So you can skip the ads or like the intro. Um, I have our podcast to skip set to skip the last hour of, <laughs> of each episode. So <laughs> saves me a lot of time with like, a lot turning of people it off. Would really like that. <laughs> just yes. like cut out the first 20 minutes and the last hour. Just only talk about the food. I don't get that. I, that's, I mean, I don't either. I, I love every part of the show, but that's my least favorite. <laughs> I, I much prefer the it's definitely the ending part, the samiest part. <laughs> it tastes good. I, I, I gotta say, I like I like eating the food more than I do like talking about yeah. it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, speaking of talking about food, <laughs> I, I, I take the transitions when I can get them. Hashtag you know? where's the crumble? Hashtag cut the check, Vance. Uh-huh. Hashtag. Where's where's the crumble, Vance? <laughs> That's such a good hashtag. Yeah. That's two wares. <laughs> the crumble, Vance. <laughs> Following the pound sign. Dan. Mm. That's me. We got to do a special announcement for Tower Club members. Oh, wow. By the way, we do do two episodes. Two mm-hmm. extra episodes a month. Uh, one's a spinoff show called What You Eat, and another one we just do whatever we want. Mm-hmm. $5 a month. 
half of which goes to support the Ozarks food harvest. I'd say they're pretty good. Probably worth the five dollars, uh, mm-hmm. but technically you're only paying two fifty because right. that other half is going to Ozarks food harvest. Mm-hmm. That's how, that, that's a, how that works a mathematically. Cut to uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway, we need to make a special announcement to Tower Club members that the What You Eaten episode is going to be delayed until wow. next Friday. Because we're going to do a bonus main feed episode this That's Friday. That's right. So all you uh, peons who don't pay for the good stuff, mm-hmm. you will get your very own bonus episode uh-huh. like we used to do. Yeah. I think our last one was probably the uh, the hot chicken death match right. way, way back in November. We definitely did a bonus episode for Lucky Tiger. Mm, yes. And that was a very similar situation, Dan. When we had a place opened that we were really excited mm-hmm. about. And we had some guests with something to promote. Mm-hmm. And uh, it had Lucky in the name. <laughs> well, I don't want to give it away, but oh, Friday wow. we're going to review a, a place that is new in town. Mm-hmm. There's a guest that also happens to be visiting that we've wanted to have on the show forever. Yes. And we are going to set up in my backyard to do uh, a socially <laughs> distance record. Exactly. To we're make sure that everyone is safe. I'm so excited about this episode for every single reason you could possibly think of. It's going to be like an Animal Collective album. <laughs> what? Be able to hear all the Twitter of the birds. I oh, think yeah. they recorded some of their crap outside. Yeah. The weirdos. I love them. I mean, it may be raining. It's definitely going to be way too hot. <laughs> I'm going to have to buy some oh, yeah. citronella candles. I think it's like 100 degrees today. It's like imagining. We're just going to be recording at 1245 uh-huh. in the afternoon. <laughs> on a Monday. Perfect. Yeah. Awesome. Don't tell anyone, but I'm going to be on the clock as we record. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, maybe we can get a Zoom call in from one of your yeah. students uh, for the record. Now, afternoons, I, I am on call in case uh, appointments for help are needed. No one's asked for help, Dan. Sure. <laughs> I saw one student this week just just sitting there with the open open window, posting stuff on Twitter. <laughs> Been doing a lot of posting. Wow. Uh huh. And you teach uh, third graders? Uh, for, well, second. Oh, okay. Second graders right now, so, going uh, into second grade, the so seven-year-olds. Pretty similar lifestyle, <laughs> them and I. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Andy. They show me their teddy bears and stuff a lot. Oh, really? Uh-huh. I've met a, I've met a lot of stuffed animals lately, Dan. They Any in particular make... you want to shout out I here can't. on the show? It's a FERPA violation. <laughs> <laughs> I'll shout out my nephew's uh, stuffed penguin, Pablo. Oh, really? Uh, he's got, he actually got two Pablos. They're both named Pablo. They're twins. It's the same stuffed well, animal. He, yeah, he's a big fan of uh, Mr. Escobar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's always good to have someone to aspire to, a lifestyle that you really approve of. You're, uh, it's not going to be his uncle. Your nephew is is uh, like a college freshman. He's, he's got like a Scarface and blow <laughs> poster. <laughs> not is yet. Johnny in, Depp hanging out? Not yet and hopefully never. <laughs> anyway, anything else we need to talk about? So, yeah. I don't know. I don't think so. Bonus episode Friday. Uh what you eat is going to be delayed until the following Friday, mm-hmm. but it will not disrupt the schedule further than that. Oh, yeah. Everyone will get everything they paid for. You'll still and get your episodes, more! you greedy little freaks. <laughs> and I don't want to hear any complaining from the feed stealers, which we're not even going to get into. Because <laughs> we may have been wrong about it. Because them. we might have been wrong about it, but we'll absolutely <laughs> never apologize. <laughs> Why not just talk about it? My mom showed me her. She's like, I'm pretty sure that mine downloads it twice every mm, week. Yes. And even showed me. It's like, well, I guess we know how this is happening. So some iTunes okay. issue. So sure. anyway, uh, sorry that we shamed people for sharing our SS feeds. I, I'm not. I still think they're yeah. out there doing it. Anyway, Dan, we got a restaurant to talk about this week. Oh, Andy, do we have Let's to? Let's just skip it. <laughs> we seem to not like doing it, so. Nacho Ordinary Taco Truck. Wow. I think we ought to learn a little about it. <laughs> I think we ought to learn a little about uh-huh. it right now. Nacho Ordinary Taco, that's N-O-T apostrophe C-H-O, is a business the history of which might deem it technically ineligible for review on this podcast. 
See, even though the food truck is currently parked in a permanent location at the Route 66 food truck park on East St. Louis Street in Springfield, Missouri, Nacho Ordinary Taco originated in Bolivar. Nacho Ordinary Taco is a true family business. Brothers Casey and Corey McTavish grew up in the Stockton area and started their food truck in Bolivar because there were no food trucks in Bolivar. Technically, Casey is the owner of the business. He filed paperwork with the state of Missouri in March of 2013, but I found some evidence that the truck was in operation and catering events as early as 2012. I could be wrong, though. Probably am. Corey McTavish had previously managed a Taco Bell, which, you know, only kind of counts as taco experience, and so he and Casey partnered with a chef named Dylan Ellis to design their menu, which pulls from many different kinds of international cuisines and adapts them into taco form. There's a Philly cheesesteak taco, a Cajun shrimp po'boy taco, as well as Hawaiian and teriyaki tacos, among others. What really sets Nacho Ordinary Tacos apart, though, is the tortillas. They use pretty standard grilled flour tortillas, but before those tortillas hit the grill, they're dusted with grated Parmesan cheese, which gives the outside of the tacos a totally unique texture and an atypical punch of savory flavor. The Nacho Crew sources as much produce as possible locally, mostly from The Salad Farm, a business outside of Bolivar run by a couple who immigrated from Venezuela and now grow and sell a wide variety of plants and vegetables without the use of any toxic pesticides, which is not as common as you might hope or expect. The crew at Nacho Ordinary Taco is made up of the McTavish brothers' family and friends. While these days the truck mostly stays put at the food truck park, they used to travel a lot to hawk tacos at music festivals and other big events around the region. The owners are huge music fans, and on weekends there's live music outside the truck. I read about that at least. I don't really know what that means. Live music. It must be a tradition from the distant past that they're trying to revive or something. I don't know. Maybe I'll go check it out. Live music. It was a good time. It was good while it lasted. Just to get this out of the way, just Uh so there's no confusion. Mm-hmm. Are are you a hundred percent sure, Andy, that they're not, say, playing tracks from the album "Throwing Copper" outside their food truck on Saturdays? That's good, Dan. They only do it when it's a storming, when when lightning's <laughs> when light crashing. crashing. Yeah, yeah, lightning crashes. You know, when it's a storming, a phrase well, people use. Well. Uh, certainly, whenever the uh, when when the waves get choppy and uh, and uh, you can hear those dolphins cry, <laughs> is that a thing? Yeah, yeah, that's off. That's off one of their later Ooh. albums. Also, an excellent song. We're talking about the band Live, uh-huh. folks, yeah. from the nineties. Bald fella had a rat tail. Man, what a band! R- very dramatic. A really strong entry in the bald rat tail canon. Yes, oh, yeah, it's like absolutely. Him and Maynard James Keenan. And <laughs> yes. Is there any anybody else? Any bald rat tailers? I don't know. Listeners, write in. Let us know. Uh, if you could do it. Bald. My good buddy uh, Luke oh. definitely has rocked a bald rat tail before, and uh, excellent look. He sounds like a gross dude. <laughs> no, you don't <laughs> say that about Luke. He's a he's a lovely, lovely person. He's the greatest. You can tell me truth in the mics. Turn off. <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of gross. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, you know what I wouldn't call kind of gross mm. is the food at Nacho Ordinary Taco, wow, Dan. Wow, Andy. I don't want to spoil anything, but this place rules. Pretty good. <laughs> it's so it's good. pretty good. I agree. The story with this is I went there initially to visit um, a friend's business that we're probably going to talk about in a future uh, What You Eat an episode. Wow. Well... The point is, I, I I didn't go there initially to try this place. It's just my friend owns a dessert business, and then 
I would try to pick something else to eat, and Nacho Ordinary Taco is the only truck in the park I haven't tried, hadn't tried sure. before. Not to brag, mm-hmm. and uh, was kind of blown away by it. Dan Absolutely. suggested we cover it. That's it. Well, I'm glad you picked it, Andy. <laughs> I mentioned it in the bio, but I feel like we got to start talking about what I think the thing that mainly sets these apart from other tacos is the Parmesan cheese cooked on the outside of the tortilla. Mm-hmm. Now, you said that these were standard tortillas. Otherwise, are we sure that these aren't house made? They may very well be house made because I, you know, I just took a little uh, tiny sliver off like the very edge of it and it had like the doughiness that almost felt like it was made in house i just don't know how it could be that soft yeah um if it was pre-packaged and then grilled like i i almost feel like they're cooking these i didn't say they weren't house made i just said they were somewhat sure. standard well they're really really good Andy, yeah. and they're i mean they're on every taco except the smaller street uh-huh. tacos uh which are still very good mm-hmm. those use your standard street taco corn tortilla mm-hmm. those definitely didn't seem house prepared uh-huh but these flower ones, boy, Andy. It's really the cheese that makes it. It gives you this savory, almost Mediterranean quality. Mm-hmm. It's That's not exactly right. It's not exactly Mediterranean, but it certainly doesn't taste uh, like Mexican food, even a little bit. It is. I mean, it does give off almost a, a pita quality, uh-huh. which le- um, leads me more to believe that these are house-made, mm-hmm. just the, uh, the doughiness of, of them. Now, Andy, um, I guess we should get in, before we tackle these tacos, uh, we, we should get into the other stuff on the menu there. Okay, we're done. Okay. <laughs> now, there is nothing else on the menu as, except as tacos. Longtime listeners know, my lovely girlfriend, who's just going to remain anonymous from here on out. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, she is the group anonymous. <laughs> So watch out, folks. She's G, G Anon. Girlfriend? Mm, anonymous? I don't know G-F-Anon? if I wanna I don't know if I wanna venture into that <laughs> that territory. I'll just say that she's the guy fox mask wearing group anonymous. <laughs> doxing folks left and right. But not a dachshund. Mm-mm. No. Not not a dog of any type. <laughs> Human woman. Remember when I was dating a human woman? I can't. It, it <laughs> slips my mind, Andy. <laughs> that was so long. That was a eternal four months ago or something. <laughs> anyway, my lovely girlfriend, huge fan of nachos. Often the reason I try them for the episode. So as you can imagine, she was pretty excited whenever I brought up that this week's episode is Nacho Ordinary Taco. Uh-huh. And then... She was positively ticked to find out that there are, in fact, no nachos. She was... Andy, you know That's who else the was... the new record. You, you know who else That's was ticked That's the new off? record pause. <laughs> and my eyes just sort of rolled into the back <laughs> of my just head. fully... You did what I think I do whenever I'm having a conversation mm-hmm. with another person, which is just fully freeze like a computer. <laughs> Just takes takes a break to catch up. Oh yeah, yeah. That that little <laughs> colorful wheel is spinning. Past guest Shay, uh huh, also was very mad whenever she found out that there were not, in fact, nachos on the menu. So I'm suggesting just right off the bat, before we get into any of the food beyond those delicious shells, mm-hmm. you guys got to change the name. <laughs> in fact, close the whole business, open a new one, get a new truck. Because this old one's not working for me. What? They could get rid of the name and just paint over it on the truck. But I'm still going to have that association (laughs) with the (laughs) nacho place that didn't have nachos. So they need a fully new truck. Oh, yeah. All together. Oh, yeah. Okay. And I honestly, you know, it's it's their business what they do with it. But I would go as far to say, like, they shouldn't even sell it that they should more scrap it for parts and start fresh <laughs> building their own truck. Okay. From from wheels up. But that that's just me. I think they should make the name mm-hmm. Tacos No Nachos. You know, it's certainly more apt than their current name. Make it clear that I don't care about this. <laughs> this didn't affect me one bit. 
yeah, uh, you know, they were definitely disappointed to hear that there are no nachos. But um, I, I think with a, a simple closure and reopening and scrapping the truck for parts and building a new one. Starting anew in 2021, uh, I, I think I can get over it personally. <laughs> okay, Dan, do you, do you, can, it, can I count on you to put your feelings about this aside and talk about the things that they do serve? Can we handle that? Andy, I will try for the show. <laughs> I'll try my hardest. I really like the truck, Dan. I think it looks cool. <laughs> it's, it's, it's certainly the most unique looking truck there. It's like, and I mean this... Uh, positively, it's like hippie graffiti. You know, looks like a tie dye, like green and purple uh, base color, and then they've got a really fun taco guy, like a taco yes. creature. Was he giving a peace sign yeah. or a thumbs up? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that taco guy. Tell you what, wonder what kind of lettuce he's into. <laughs> <laughs> Thousand times better than Mexican villains. I thought that. Mascot. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I say. I'm not to spoil it, but the tacos are really good. Uh-huh. Close the truck all, the, all together. License out that character <laughs> to a Mexican villa. Go live on a beach somewhere. I wonder what that character's name is. I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Toco? It could be Toco. I was going to say like Cruncho or Crunchy. <laughs> it almost seems like that's a crunchy taco that the, yeah, the mascot is. Yeah. It's like a corn hard tortilla shell. Well, uh, a tortilla shell that they do not serve there. This place, they've pulled it off, Dan. Mm-hmm. Their tacos are both soft and crunchy. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very crunchy. <laughs> Andy, I guess it's time that we get into these tacos uh-huh. now. How many tacos would you say you had from hmm. Not Your Ordinary Taco? I had everything that was available whenever I, I went this week because that was the idea that you had uh-huh. for us to do. Yeah, so uh, there's nine tacos on the menu there normally, and uh, I also tried all nine. There was one that was out, but thankfully we got to kind of substitute mm-hmm. in a, a specialty right. part-time well, they, taco. I think they had... Tins. They usually mm-hmm. have eight regular ones. The and slam two and salmon's ones. gone all together. Oh. It's been erased from the menu now. It was did just have a line through it mm-hmm. earlier, but it, it's gone. Okay, dead. <laughs> Yeesh. They had a whole. They had a pile of those slam and salmon tacos out there rotten in the sun. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you guys could have served these. All right, I still had nine. <laughs> Let's talk about those okay. nine. We decided we're going to rank them, mm-hmm. but I just realized that I don't really know how we're going to go about this. <laughs> I say we just do it. And uh, we cover each taco, and we skip over it whenever the other person comes to it. And hopefully, we'll just align up perfectly nine to nine. Sure. I'm going to start with my number nine, Dan. Okay. Why not? We can just switch off, whatever. Sure. Number nine. My number nine was the cordon, nine. the cordon Blue. Wow. And? Really? I still really liked it. Oh, okay. Dan. Yeah, I, I liked it a lot. This has it, this one and these, the chicken bacon ranch are pretty similar, except that this has like some sort of bacon based. The, the sauce, it's a white sauce that has bacon in it. So the bacon, mm-hmm. you get a little bit of the bacon flavor, but not the bacon texture. This one also has Swiss, whereas yes. the chicken bacon ranch has cheddar. Yeah. So it's definitely a different flavor profile, Just, but it's, it's only slightly different. Sure. And weird that there's no blue cheese in there. I guess that's some, maybe not what cordon maybe that's not what cordon blue means. It's not. So I'm dumb is the <laughs> the main issue here. I was like, hmm, this doesn't have the the pungent flavor of blue cheese. I don't know if cordon blue is specifically There's no cordon Swiss here cheese. either. No, yes, <laughs> the the lovable late night talk show host. That is not what not I said. But okay, present at all. <laughs> My joke that I was... It's bad, Dan. It's like, there's no cord attached to this. Mm. It's a terrible yeah. joke. I'm very tired. No, mine might have been just <laughs> slightly better. Uh, this was pretty good, Dan. Uh-huh. This is, Like I said, my least favorite is still like probably a 3.5 out of 5. I mean, sure. this, is, this, is, this is a tasty treat. <laughs> it, it is. I totally Where'd you rank the cordon Andy? blue? Andy. Cordon Blue fell all the way up at number four for oh, me. Okay. I think that this one really works. Um, I think it's a nice creamy taco, uh, but with that uh, bacon aioli on there. There's a couple of them with the bacon aioli. Sorry, I made you <laughs> Cordon Blue. <laughs> oh, 
God, Andy. <laughs> you know you can't say that. <laughs> the listeners aren't going to be able to understand at all what was what just said. What do I have to do today? What do I care? <laughs> it's noon. I got nothing. It's just an endless, uh-huh. endless void is the rest of this day. Why not edit more bad words out? <laughs> sure. Yeah. You already got the one. Andy... I, I did like that one. I wrote down salty, smoky, creamy uh-huh. on that one because you get a little salt from the ham. Uh, really liked their grilled chicken as well. I think all their proteins yep. are pretty good, but it's that grilled chicken specifically, chunks I, I really and they, they, do, they do the chunks. Yeah, like the little cubes, which is a nice, a mm. nice like different texture. That just, I feel like uh, you with tacos you usually get like pulled chicken or shredded chicken. Yep. And it was kind of nice to have the different texture in there, like a chunky chicken. I think I prefer shredded chicken mm. almost across the board, but as far as a chunk chicken, this was lovely. Andy, at number nine for me, I'm going with the teriyaki steak. Mm. Yep. Teriyaki glazed steak, melted cheddar cheese, lettuce, tomato, and bacon aioli. This one's a little confusing, Andy. I don't know why the bacon aioli is on there. Huh. Mostly... I liked this one. I thought the teriyaki flavor was fine. Yep. It wasn't very strong. I, I wouldn't say the teriyaki flavor was, was too strong. I would say it was strong on the salt. Uh, I, okay. I, I would say that this one was a very salty affair. Yeah. Uh, still nice and creamy with that aioli, but mostly, I think, an unnecessary addition to the menu. Or could could just be doing something else, bringing more of like the uh, pseudo Asian flavors in there rather yeah. than cheddar cheese and bacon aioli. I like this one. I think I ranked it number six. Sure. And I was wishing it had some uh, some pineapple on there. Absolutely. I totally agree with you. You know, I, I realize we're rating it for what it is, but I couldn't help but miss the pineapple and the teriyaki. Sure. It just seems like a missed opportunity there, though I still really enjoyed it. Well, it sounds like you ate your tacos in a different order than I did. Yeah, maybe. I definitely did. No, I, I like this quite a bit. It had a really nice, like the, the mix of the teriyaki with the cheddar, I enjoyed. Hmm. I did think that it was weird to have lettuce on there, but it, it worked for me. It worked sure. for me just fine. And there's lettuce on almost every one of these tacos, maybe all of them. And it, I think it works so well because it is so well sourced, and mm-hmm. the lettuce is just all their produce is very fresh. Yeah, is a nice contrast to like the kind of aioli heavy yeah. kind of meats and stuff. Absolutely, and I think it's interesting to know that this these tacos are not particularly photogenic. Mm-hmm. They come and they're pretty messy, and I think they're a lot more focused in a good way on flavor here than they are on presentation. Not that they look bad. They, they look they look good. They're a just a great not, size. Yeah. A uh, couple weeks back we talked about like Great American Taco uh-huh. Company and they definitely have some large tacos across the board. No spoilers even needed. Every single one of these tacos is, is 10 times, oh. 100 times better uh-huh. than anything at Great American yeah. Taco Company. It, it's interesting to compare the two because Great American Taco Company has that fantastic presentation and mm-hmm. uh either bland to terrible taste. Yep. And this is not exactly the opposite. They they taste fantastic, mm-hmm. and the presentation is is fine. And they fill the bad boys up. There's oh, a lot yeah. in these tacos. Absolutely. Like it it doesn't seem like it's gonna be that much by the size of the tortilla, and they're not like they don't have a soft taco wrap mm-hmm. to them. Like you can't really you can't close it up at all. It, it's an open space taco. They're five or six bucks each, uh-huh. and it seems like a lot until you see them and realize, oh, this is yeah. like you, you could have this with the side of beans or rice if, if they had any absolutely and you'd be fine for lunch yeah definitely a pretty good value yeah here so my number eight is the cbr the wow. cbr chicken bacon ranch which uh it has a chicken let me see chicken mm-hmm. bacon mm-hmm. ranch yep <laughs> it's also melted cheddar lettuce and tomato on there this this is pretty similar to the cordon bleu yeah, the cordon bleu had some ham and as you mentioned swiss I like this one a little bit more because it did have that added crunchy bacon texture mixed in with all the other textures. Sure. But as far as the taste, it was really that the, the bacon flavor being more predominant was the, the main difference between this and the Cordon Bleu. And I kind of made a mistake of ordering those two together. I feel like mm. if I ordered them separately, I might have had more, uh, I might have had different things to say about each of them. Sure. They just tasted really similar, except this one had crunchy bacon in it. Well, and 
It was tasty. Yep. It was really good. It's also my number eight, and I did have them on separate trips, which is maybe why my Cordon Blue came out uh, four steps ahead of the Chicken Bacon Ranch. But, mm-hmm. it, you know, it's it's probably their most basic like flavor profile going on on the menu, yep. but uh, a, a crowd pleaser. Real tasty. Enjoyed yeah. it. Absolutely. What's your next pick? Andy, my number seven is the Caesar the Tuna. Yeah. Yellowfin tuna steak, lettuce, tomato, red onion, crumbled feta, and house-made Caesar dressing. Uh, I did like the red onion and feta on this. The feta, this is the only place on the menu that that pops up. Also, I think the red onion isn't featured on Mm. any of the other tacos. And I think it probably could be added in there. Mostly, I just, I'm not a big fan of tuna hmm. in general. Uh, just the, I, I don't like the way, the texture, the flakiness sure, yeah. of it. And uh, I, that was mostly the problem I had here. I thought it was flavored just fine. Thought the Caesar was good. Uh-huh. Thought it was tasty. But yeah. I really thought, uh, this was my number, I think I said something was my number six before and I was mm. wrong. Teriyaki is actually my number five. Cesar the, t- Cesar. Caesar the <laughs> tuna is my number six. And that's one of the less ordered menus on on a uh, Cesar's menu. Cesar's old tuna. <laughs> From old tuna. Yeah. Aged tuna. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Cesar. That's you, for a different episode a, that we already did. A long time ago. Uh-huh. I liked it. Yeah. Uh, I know this is a weird complaint, but it it wasn't that fishy to me. Sure. Kind of expected a little bit more of a fishy flavor, but that said, it was still really tasty. You still got that uh, awesome savory flavor of the uh mm-hmm. Tortilla. It's like all these are saved. Even the stuff that I don't even 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 the ones where I'm not the biggest fan of the filling, the tortilla saves it. Yeah. The tortilla is so good. Tortilla is excellent. Produce is excellent. Uh unfortunately this just doesn't uh usurp the gold standard for fish tacos here in town, oh, yeah. which would of course be purple burrito. Mm. Mm. I feel like that's that's one of your weirdest takes. I I, I love I, it. I, I, I like it too. But I think as a far as far as opinions you've expressed on this show, it's one that so few people would agree with. Well, <laughs> I invite those people to come to my house and fight me out <laughs> in my lawn. <laughs> cool. Uh, my number seven was the Korean pork bulgogi. Oh, yeah. This is one of the street tacos and one of the only one with well, the only one that I tried that did not have the frequently aforementioned Parmesan tortilla. Uh, this was good. I, I love the flavor of Korean barbecue. It's one of my favorites. I make Korean barbecued chicken myself, and this was a very good version of it. I think the flavor was a little bit more mild than I typically like from this particular mm. you know type of flavor profile, the Korean barbecue. But man, it was real good. Dan, I don't know what else to say about it. It, got, it said chopped kimchi on the top. But the kimchi was not very like pungent at all. Sure. I mean, it, it mostly just added texture. This one had cilantro, avocado verde. Is it an avocado verde aioli? It just says avocado verde, but oh, it, that, okay. that must be what it is. It's some kind of green sauce. Now, I unfortunately, I ordered this along with another taco that featured avocado. I asked for no avocado on the other uh-huh. taco, and this was the one that came without avocado. Right. So. I'm also slide, slotting this at my six, uh, but I don't know if I can fully review right. it that well because it didn't have the sauce that was intended mm-hmm. for it. Uh, I, am I remembering it correctly? Or did this one have chunks of avocado on it? Is that another one? Oh, maybe it did. Like I said, mine yeah. did not. I'm just going off the picture on their Facebook, which sure. looked like it had a green sauce. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, mine just came with the bulgogi and kimchi. Thought the kimchi was good. Yeah. Thought the bulgogi had a slight bulgogi sweetness but really just kind of leaned towards yeah. the uh teriyaki yeah. steak. It, it wasn't a strong flavor. Sure. It wasn't a strong flavor. I, I think the pork was maybe a little bit tougher than I would have preferred to when mm-hmm. I got it. It's still really good. I, yeah. I keep saying that like I have these mild criticisms but not I, served on that flour tortilla though. Yeah. They yeah. could they could get some mini flour tortillas to serve those street bad boys on. Mm-hmm. That man, that tortilla is just so good. Andy are we both on number five now? We've already talked about my number five, which is a teriyaki. My number five is the never fake cheese steak, mm. Andy. Thinly sliced steak, sauteed onions, and jalapeno cream cheese, lettuce, tomato, cilantro, and chipotle aioli. 
This was the first one I had. Uh-huh. I like this one a lot, Andy. Yep. I think the cheesesteak flavor all works. If I had a complaint, it would be that I don't like a Chipotle cheesesteak. Oh. Um, probably because it reminds me of the year that I worked at Subway mm. and ate so many Chipotle cheesesteak sandwiches. You know, the worst version of that thing that you could ever possibly get. Uh, that I've sort of soured myself on the flavor. Not to say that theirs tastes anything like a Subway Chipotle cheesesteak <laughs> sandwich. But, uh, yeah, not not a big fan of that flavor anymore. Did you see that our... Our the the tribute Twitter account to Spring mm-hmm. Food Mo was retweeting Subway ads. So the <laughs> quote unquote tribute uh, Twitter account to Spring Food Mo, which we're going to talk more yeah. a little bit more about later on in the episode, uh, it is completely out of control. Yeah, uh, tweets know. easily ten times more than the actual <laughs> more Twitter followers. account. Uh, we have two Twitter accounts that we don't know who they <laughs> are run by. Uh, Almost like wish we'd have been consulted (laughs) and maybe we were planning a bit that got tanked (laughs) by someone doing this on their own. I like it, Andy. I do too. Moving on. My number four was the po' boy. Wow. Dan, I love a po' boy. I've talked about it on the show before, but a friend and I who no longer eats seafood used to tour the city of Springfield trying to find the absolute best po' boy. Wow. And I must say that this friend who knows who he is made the best one himself. Oh, really? I really think the trick with the ones that he made uh, was that he would not bread the shrimp. Sure. So I like a po' boy with the breaded shrimp on there, but sometimes it is a little bit too much bread. I get it. It's yeah. like a bread sandwich. It's supposed to be on a French roll, too. Like, that's a substantial uh-huh. amount of bread. Uh-huh. I'm happy to report here that the, the po' boy taco, it has grilled shrimp on mm-hmm. it. And it's seasoned really well. It's got a little bit of Cajun seasoning. Says they're blackened. Aside from the grilledness or blackenedness of the shrimp, the non-breadedness of the shrimp, this is pretty much like standard po' boy. It's got lettuce and tomato. It says spicy aioli, but it sure does taste a lot like mm-hmm. remoulade. And I wonder if they're just saying spicy aioli because they don't have to explain what remoulade is <laughs> all sure. the time. Because it certainly has that remoulade taste. And of course... It's on that uh, savory tortilla. Boy, is it. Boy, oh boy, Dan. Mm. This is so good. Mm -hmm. It tastes enough like a po' boy that it justifies being called a po' boy, but it's different enough to be its own thing entirely. And just the mix of texture here, the the shrimp is cooked just right. Like it's not chewy and it's, but it's not, it's not tough or chewy, but it also isn't like (laughs) gross. Gross. Sure. No, uh, yeah. It tastes you awesome. You can get gross shrimp. Yeah. yeah. And everything on it is so fresh. I didn't mention that with mm-hmm. everything else, but like the freshness of all the ingredients is pretty special. Those love shrimps the po'boy taco. are absolutely perfect. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes whenever you see blackened on a menu, you it can be over seasoned even. These are just perfectly cooked, perfect sized, just great little shrimp morsels. I think that this... Uh, taco has the best like overall flavor of it. I love the spicy aioli, which also appears on another taco. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number four, of course, was the cordon bleu. Uh, the po' boy, Andy, is my number one. Oh, love nice. that po' boy. Would definitely get again. I agree with everything you said about it. Just uh, super fresh lettuce. Everything delicious. My number three. My number three is never fake cheesecake, which we already, cheese steak, which sure. we already talked about. Okay. Yeah. My number three, the Hawaiian Surf and Turf, Andy. Which is my number one. Wow, yeah, really? This was the first one that I tried. Why don't you go ahead and get into it then? It's pretty similar to the Poe Boy. It's got the grilled shrimp on it, but it also has the sliced uh-huh. beef. The teriyaki glazed yes. steak. Yep. Something about this one, it's more. it was more liquidy. I actually went and got, I tried it's this that one. pineapple chutney, uh-huh. Andy. That's what it is. Why don't they have that? On the, on the teriyaki. Yeah. That's why this is so good. Mm-hmm. It's what it's it's what sets it apart. I think this is this is so awesome. Yeah, uh, it was the first one I got. It was also the last one that I got because um, I felt like I needed to just make sure that I wasn't wrong that it was number one, and it was absolutely number one. This one has the most variance and texture of all of them, and mm-hmm. it has this different this blend of these two different flavors. You get that sort of Cajun blackened shrimp, but you also get that sort of sweet teriyaki style yep. cheesesteak chicken or chicken cheese mm-hmm. steak. 
steak. Full stop. Yeah, <laughs> stop. Uh, and we didn't even talk about how thin the when they say thinly sliced, it is really thin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like no you know, gristle at all. A few millimeters. Either. Yeah, it's like a lean mm-hmm. beef that's you know sliced thin and layered, and. The beef is on the bottom, the shrimp's on top, and then there's you know the all the other toppings, the lettuce and everything, mm. and the chutney, the chutney. Yeah, the chut, <laughs> as I call it. And uh, this is great. So I, I loved this so much. Wow. And this one really shows you the like structural integrity of that tortilla mm-hmm. because it's drippy and it's messy, but it does not soak through the tortilla. It does not. It does not ruin it in any way, shape, or form. So you get that juiciness. But you also get the that lovely texture of the tortilla as well. Th- this is this is a fantastic taco. Just yeah, loved this. I ate this one so fast mm-hmm. just because maybe it, because it had so much in it and it was it was starting to get unyieldy on mm-hmm. me. But boy, I, unyieldy. It, un, is it unwieldy? It's unwieldy. God, I knew it right whenever I said it. <laughs> Uh, it's kind of got the, the well. Be- you were unyieldy because you couldn't <laughs> stop. You couldn't slow yeah, down. No, uh-huh. yes, I did crash my car so right into the not too ordinary taco s- truck. Man, you're missing it here. Uh huh. You said you couldn't eat it slow. Uh huh. You were the unyieldy one. Yes. Wow. Okay. So I was. Right I'm then. trying. I'm on your so side. So I was here. right then. Yeah, you were right. <laughs> Thank you. Uh huh. Uh, I really like that one. I don't have much else to say about it. I like also that there's Swiss cheese on that one. That's my favorite part of that cordon bleu. Andy, mm. my number two, which it sounds like is also your number two, is that portobello, portobello. fajita. Uh-huh. Boy, Andy, really enjoyed this one. Grilled portobello mushrooms. This is a port I'll dock in any time. Mm. <laughs> Sauteed, you know, because you're you're famous for you're a picky porter. Uh, you 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 won't always port dock into a port. Eh, you know, ask around town, see what you hear. Okay, grilled portobello <laughs> mushrooms, sauteed onions, peppers, melted pepper jack cheese, lettuce, tomato, and avocado with cilantro sour cream. I mm. think. Maybe the only time that that shows up on the yep, menu. I believe so. This just that avocado. I'm really glad that they messed up the order actually, um, and didn't put the avocado on the kimchi one because it works so well here. Mm. Like avocado, grilled portobello, sautéed mushrooms and peppers and cheese. It's all pretty much one texture, and along with the super soft texture of the shell and that cheese on the outside this whole thing when you bite into it is like the most delicious cheese stick yeah that there is it's just all so rich and creamy and uh i I think it all works i really really like this one yeah it's yeah it's my number two both our number two you already revealed your number one Mm -hmm. oh we're done (laughs) oh look look at us we're done then did did you like the portobello oh yeah loved it i agree i agree with everything you said just Mm. this one is the the one that's, that stands out the most as far as the flavor profile and the texture, this one is a lot different than all the other ones. I think it's because it doesn't sure. have a you know uh, meat-based protein source in it. But the the portobello, the mushrooms are cooked so well, and they're mm. yeah, really like it. They're they're fantastic. Really, really like it. Andy, overall, do you have anything else to say about Nacho Ordinary Taco? I think the name is true, Dan. Mm-hmm. It it is. They truly aren't show ordinary. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's really the shells that set them apart. We've already said this. So we, good. But they also have these fresh ingredients, and I don't think it's similar. It's not really like anything else you can get in town. There's some other other like gourmet tacos. That I, there's, there's three other gourmet taco mm-hmm. places in town, and no shots at anyone, but this may be my favorite one. It's really good. Um, not, I mean, it'd be re- it's really tough between this and another one to pick, but man. Really just love this so much. If I had to give one tiny critique before we get into our rating, uh-huh. and it is, I think, a legitimate one, mm. I would say that these tacos lean on the creamy side. Mm. Uh, almost all of them have some sort of aioli or ranch or like cream-based Yeah, obviously sauce. You're supposed to dip, it in, those your, aren't you're supposed to dip it in your coffee. Okay, Andy. Jokes aside, we're getting serious now. 
Listen up, Nacho Ordinary Taco. Serve coffee. <laughs> Branch out a little bit. Serve one without the aioli. Put uh, that uh, chutney on another one. Yeah. You know, just to, uh, after eating like four or five of them in a row, not four or five full ones, but having like bites right. of all the different ones, you get a distinctive like creaminess to all of them because of their mayo-based sauces i think it's all delicious uh i'm gonna give them a pretty high score andy mm. but if i had to critique one tiny thing i would say it could use a little variety as far as that goes even if that variety were just a an ordinary taco uh-huh <laughs> like something more straight down the middle as far as uh what you would find at a, at a taco place, but done well, like all their other tacos. Yep. So, Dan, out of five, how many roving, crunchy, mm-hmm. soft mm-hmm. taco trucks? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm creative. Yep. Would you rate Not Your Ordinary Taco Truck? Andy. Mm-hmm. I just, I I don't know. You know they're 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 a, they're a, clearly a bunch of crunchy deadheads back there. Uh, they seemed like the coolest. <laughs> yeah, like, they, they were I, very I, I, I texted Dan. I was like, "It's really nice to be researching people that seem good." Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Gonna have to give him a five, Andy. After I really really liked it. After it's, it's researching Joe and Laura still. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. That'll definitely sour you on the whole whole process whenever you're uh-huh. having to cut out all the the horrible things about them. Anyway, Dan said five. Uh-huh. Whew, I got to join you right there, Dan. Wow. I, I have no complaints about this place. I can't I wait to get it again. Five. Uh, this is going to be a place that I, that I recommend to people for sure. Wow. This was a great discovery. Um, we've gotten to the point where we're trying a lot of places that are just pretty good. Mm-hmm. And it just feels nice to... To try something that really blew me blew me away. I and Cordon blew me away. I think that's a good place to end the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, that does bring us to the conclusion of our review of Nacho Ordinary Taco. And um I'm sorry that they do have to change their name after mm-hmm. the scathing opening part of that review there. And unfortunately, you know, we normally have some fun here at the end of the episode. Invite a guest on, speak with them. It is unfortunate that we mm-hmm. do that. Yeah. Yeah. People don't really seem to like that part. We said, I've never had, no one said anything either way, <laughs> except for my parents who do like it. Yeah. It's a bit disheartening that the only one I ever hear from is your mom <laughs> on, on, uh, on her love for the, those last segments. Uh, but even more disheartening, Andy, is that our final segment today, we have something a little more serious to discuss. Okay. Now, listeners, Pe- no. people do love it whenever we get mm-hmm. serious. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it, man. We're being really sincere. Uh-huh. Too. A few weeks back, Andy, we had on a guest to uh to teach us the dangers of hackers. Uh-huh. And he has, invited himself. Despite his warnings, Andy, it seems we have succumbed to hackers mm. anyway. Yep. As we mentioned, there is a rogue Twitter account operating. Now, this is even further rogue than our already slightly rogue yep. Twitter account run by a mysterious benefactor. Right. Canonically, we don't know who's uh, running our yep. official Twitter. They mostly just post uh, whenever a new episode comes out and occasionally something else, but mm-hmm. not often. Now, just after we recorded our episode last week, Andy... We started to notice some uh, some mysterious activity yes. on the Twitter. I started to notice that some of my posts on my personal Twitter were liked by the Spring Food Mo account, but that would never happen with the other Spring Food Certainly. Mo account. They don't like anything. I don't have access to the regular one, Mm-mm. and neither do you. No, yeah, neither do I. <laughs> we need, we should make that clear. But now this new Twitter account pops up. At first, I had thought that somebody had gained control of our other one, or Mm -hmm. it had gained sentience or something. But no, it's a completely new one. 
our official one, of course, is at Spring Food Mo on Twitter. This new one is at Spring Food Pod, which used to be uh-huh. our original Twitter handle, uh-huh. which it made sure it much did. more confusing. Yep. Oh yeah. yeah, we were very concerned that, we our, that, that our, our password we was out we there gotten hacked. <laughs> yeah, our single password, which turned out to be everything. a very legitimate concern. Uh-huh. Like one day later. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> hackers, Dan. They've had their fun and games. Uh-huh. These hackers. Uh, we don't know what exactly their purpose is with uh, creating this new, I've called it like an evil twin account, a shadow account, doppelganger account. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that they're doing is reposting everything that the other account does. Uh, not retweeting. Not retweeting. Just Re-creating copying Recreating the posts. Yeah. so funny. <laughs> it's very good. And... Uh, the fact is, Andy, we need to put a stop to it. It was bad enough when we had one Twitter account completely rogue. Uh-huh. We, neither of us knows who runs it. But now that we have a second one, it's just gotten to be too and much. The person running the account uh-huh. is dead set on convincing people that we are in on it. <laughs> Which yeah. is so infuriating. Yeah. It's not infuriating. It's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> but we genuinely don't have anything to do with it. Yeah. Andy, we've gone ahead and hired a cybersecurity firm to help us who find who's responsible for our shadow Twitter. Now, I don't know the name of uh, who's going to be calling us here today, but they said that the call would be coming in here in just a second. And it's uh, it's supposed to be an agent from the firm that I hired. Uh, I, I, wanted, I, I wanted extreme prejudice. I wanted to really crack down on this problem. So I hired... Uh, the most intimidating sounding firm that I could find, Hacker Killers LLC. <laughs> oh, okay. There they are right there. Pick it up, Dan. You run the computer, Andy. You have oh, to pick okay. it up. Okay, I'm hitting space. I hit space. Hi. Is this Hacker Killers LLC? Uh, yeah, this is uh, a Roddy. With Hacker Killers LLC. Roddy. R- Roddy. <laughs> okay. Uh, so your given name? Yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, somebody gave it to me. My name's Roddy. I'm an agent with Hackers Killers LLC here in the greater Ozarks area. And I uh, guess I had a couple questions so for you guys. Hackers Killers? Oh, God. You can't even figure out the freaking name of the company, Roddy. You sound so familiar. What? No, I, Go ahead. Let's. We'll hear you out. I. My name is Roddy. Of course. I would. I would. Of course. Only sound familiar if. If you had met a Roddy before, <laughs> fairly sure you haven't. Probably have. Rowdy Roddy Piper. Of uh, course. From we they did live. know each other. Yeah. Fantastic film wrestler. That guy. You know, he never wanted to be champion because he always knew <laughs> that the. Uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper character was bigger than that. Oh. Did you know that? No, I That's didn't. That's true. That is true. I heard that. <laughs> Roddy, why, listen, you know the story. We we emailed Hacker Killers LLC, and uh, we were asking if you guys could possibly track down this mysterious uh, shadow Twitter agent. Yeah, we can do that. Have you guys made anybody angry recent, recently? God. Uh, Just say I could, the words I could right, Roddy. Think of someone. Perhaps Chef Pat Duran. Oh, yeah. I heard of that guy. He's, uh, he's definitely got his fingers in a, in a few pots here in town, if you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. A lot of them have bland taco sauces uh-huh. in, the, in them. Yeah, the pots. He stirs those with his fingers. <laughs> All right. Well, would you all say you're. Politically exposed. I don't know what that means, but I'm going to go ahead and say yes. I've been a pretty outspoken, maybe more than I should have been. Yeah, and recently we did kind of get wrapped up in a new political movement of sorts. We read some ads Mm. for uh, a politician, and uh, needless to say, it it was a little nefarious. We we inadvertently, uh, you know, read off some ads for... Parsononio, the ninth mm. state area that Governor Mike Parsons is trying to join together 
to all be a part of Missouri. Uh-huh. I got some clarification on that, by the oh, way. You did? He said that Parsononia is the new country. Missouri is the single state in it, but it is all nine of the states surrounding. Yeah. So if that was confusing at all, he's still the governor of right. Missouri. That definitely clears it up. Which is the singular state in Parsononia. It, he's leaving it uh, uh, up for like expansion, like if he if he wants to stretch it out. Oh, okay. What are you guys talking about? What does any of this mean? Wow. Are you politically exposed or not? We'll go with yes. I kind of thought I knew who it was, but now with these answers, you guys are really confusing me. If if I don't crack this, this is my last chance. She's she's gonna leave me. Oh God! Can we just? We all know what's happening it, already. I think we actually. Roddy, is that your real name? <laughs> uh, no. Well, Andy, I didn't mention this, but. Hacker Killers LLC is actually in the 15th floor of the Hammonds Tower. So, uh-huh. Roddy, if you wouldn't mind, would you just clump, hang up the phone and come upstairs yeah. and reveal to us and our listeners who exactly you are? He forgot to hang up the phone. <laughs> Man, this is a long set of stairs. He sure is headed up here. All right, come on in. <laughs> hey, guys. Hi. It's, of course, it's me, Cold Stone Cream Austin, mm-hmm. fan favorite, longtime recurring guest on the show. Uh-huh. Cold Stone, I didn't know that you were working for uh, Hacker Killers LLC or else uh, <laughs> I, I don't know that yeah, and I would have called probably you. Probably not. I knew that you guys were in some Twitter trouble, so I figured if I started this business on the 15th floor of the Hammonds Tower, I would be the first guys for you guys to call. And uh, if I didn't put my name, Coldstone Cream Austin, out there on the uh, on the on the filings and stuff, that you wouldn't know it was me. Uh, but boy, I gotta say the the rent in the tower here. I do not think. I do not think this was all worth it for this job. I, I don't even know how much you guys are paying. Somebody just reached out to us whenever I put it on online that we were going to try to do the show. And oh, wow. So we don't pay anything. Oh, uh, man. What, what does pro bono mean? Well, you, I mean, you told us you would do the work pro bono. We, it, it means for free, for nothing. Oh, God. I thought it was bono prices. Oh, that guy's so, so rich. I thought I was going to be stacked after this. How am I going to pay for the freaking tower rent? Oh, my God. My wife, Isabella Rossellini's going to leave me. She's going to leave me for sure after you this know, one. I screwed it up so freaking bad. She hasn't left you yet. And I'm starting to wonder what you're worried about. Because it, you've ha- you've come to, on the show probably seven or eight times in these situations. It seemed like, it seemed like big old pickles. What, what am I worried about? Have you seen freaking Isabella Rossellini? She's the most beautiful woman in the universe. But my point is... She hasn't left you. You've been so worried. It seems like she might truly love you for who you are, which is a colossal screw-up. She threatens no to leave me all the time, though. This sounds healthy. Maybe she just wants to keep you on edge all, t- all the time and uh, and working hard, but uh, I, I kind of feel like Isabella Rossellini would be the breadwinner in the household. Like you, you probably don't need to make all this money, Coldstone. Oh, that's not the case. <laughs> All the money's gone. The the blue velvet money. <laughs> the death becomes her money. Her appearances on 30 Rock. All gone. On what? Oh, I, I shouldn't say. Yeah, Coldstone, you're going to have to say. <sighs> I gambled it all away. What? That's right. I, I know I seem like a bit of a dweeb, but... I actually kind of had a hot streak. I bought myself a leather jacket and married Isabella Rossellini. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess that was a part of my hot streak. I, I guess she, the man she married uh, lives on the edge, and that's how she likes it. I really appreciate you guys putting this all in perspective <laughs> the edge of for bankruptcy. me. Hey, 
aren't we we're supposed to be trying to find out who hacked our twitter coldstone not <laughs> fix your marriage okay personally i don't care if isabella rossellini is leaving you i care i, I want to have coldstone to be happy thank you andy but uh uh, I gotta actually side with Dan here because I am a little worm, and uh, and it is better if I am put into my place, which is the dirt. You'll wriggle out of your marriage, then whatever. Coldstone, do you have any leads at all? You said you might know who the person was behind our Twitter hacking. Yeah, I was thinking Barista Barry, but you guys didn't really give me any reason to believe that. I'm, uh, I just, I just don't know anymore. I, I mean. It, can I can I look at your computer? Well, yeah. I mean, I guess I assumed you would be looking at our computer. Yeah, go for it. Just boot it up there. It's the big button, the red one. No, the other one, red one. What, what, what's going on on the computer what? there, Andy? Whoa! Oh, it looks like there's wow. a video message. Oh no! Oh God! I guys, hope our episode I, isn't lost. I I don't actually know that that would be the worst thing considering the quality of this one, but <laughs> it seems as if you're being hacked right now, guys. Uh, this is some sort of hacker's video message. This is what it feels like to be hacked, it, Andy. I've never experienced hacking in the moment. This is awful. It's honestly just like looking at a computer screen. It's pretty hey there, boys. Pretty painless. Oh no! That's right. It's Gov Mike Parse. It's me, Gov Mike Parse, a.k.a. Governor Mike Parsons, governor oh. of Missouri, and ruler of Parsonodia. Hi, Mike. Uh, what, are, what are you this doing, This is a pre-taped video recording <laughs> for the hosts of Spring Food Mo, Andy and Dan. And with me here is my trusty companion. Hi, I'm I'm Dow Cowley. I'm a I'm a doctor. Uh, is that is that Howley Mo from just a few weeks ago? The the one who warned us about it's these me, very Howley hackers Mo from just a few weeks ago who warned you about these very hackers. That's right, it's him, Howley Mo from just a few weeks ago. The one who warned you about the hackers. I'm free with Gov Mike Park. That's right. We're best friends. And we're taping this pre-recorded video for Andy and Dan on Spring Food Mouth. Oh, you, sh- you should have listened. You should have listened, boys. I told you how to change your passwords. That's right. You boys should have listened. L- listen to what? You're probably saying, listen to what right now? <laughs> listen to the advice that I gave you just two weeks ago. You should have listened to his advice, boys. Because now all Spring Food Mo social media is taken over with the express cause of moving us towards the great land of Parsononia. I fully support the idea of Parsononia. I would never. He fully supports the idea of Parsononia. He would never. And that's what I have to say here today on the Spring Food Mo podcast to you boys. Change your passwords. Change your passwords, boys, and enjoy the rest of the episode. And I guess that's it for me, Governor Mike Parsons of Parsononia. And... Well, I'm Dr. Howard, constitutional lawyer. Bye-bye, freaks. Freaks. Wow, that pre-recorded video was slow, sloppily edited. (laughs) It's almost reasonable that it was made by a 60 plus year old man and uh his uh tiny little pocket-sized uh hacker friend yeah like his salacious crumb buddy yes oh man that howley mo really a salacious crumb Mm -hmm. type wow well that was really exciting andy yeah i'm uh, sure that's gonna go over great oh my god absolutely surely won't get cut from the episode entirely (laughs) Uh, but... Oh, my God, another video. Oh, no. Oh, and by the way, I'm trying to get at that stuff, Danny. 
I'm trying to stroke my hand through your hair. Take you on a walk down the boardwalk. No mask, cause there's no masks here in Parsononia. Cause with a mask, we can't kiss. <laughs> oh my God, the video just cut out again. <laughs> that one was more concise. <laughs> Oh boy, yeah, concise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little less sloppy. We get sloppy, that a lot. That one, <laughs> boy, man, May, I, you know, we're saving it for for Friday, uh-huh. folks. Uh-huh. We're saving all the good juice for Friday. <laughs> we'll be back with a bonus episode on Friday. Wow, thanks for making it through <laughs> to this point. Extra episode. That means this one doesn't have to be good. Uh huh. Thank goodness. Tower Club, only $5 a month. Those ones are also better than this one. And if you already signed up, please don't cancel. Uh, Don't share your feed or just continue doing whatever you're doing. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Spring Food Mo. We really appreciate it. If you'd like to hear two bonus episodes per month, join the Spring Food Mo Tower Club. Go to towerclub.springfoodpod.com. On one episode, we talk about whatever, and on the other, we review all the new restaurants in town. Joining the Tower Club is only $5 a month. Half of that helps us put on the podcast, and the other half is donated to Ozarks Food Harvest to help fight hunger in the Ozarks. So you're saying listeners can donate money to a good cause and get two more episodes of our dumb show? That's what I'm saying, Dan. $5 a month at towerclub.springfoodpod.com. Cool. Thanks for the money. <laughs> Spring Food Media.